for Air Radio with Justin Jordan. Exclu- exclusively at podunkradio.com. All right, welcome to uh, Not For Air Radio here on podunkradio.com. Justin McPatch is uh, in the military zone uh, here in West Palm somewhere with barbed wire fence, a shack. I think Jason lives in there. That's cool. And uh, I'm with uh, legendary DJ Zai. Least legendary in respects, in my opinion. He's great. And, of course, Dan, who's anxiety. Exi- well, how do you say it, Dan? Oh, Dan-zyety. Dan-zyety. It's Dan. So, you know, who we've interviewed before with, uh, what was that old band you were in with, uh, what's his name? Leading Heroes? Was it Leading Heroes, Andrew? Leading Heroes, yeah. Leading Heroes. And um, did we do a Symbols interview, too? Not yet. We're going to get one with you and did, JJ. Did we do and... Leading Heroes interview? Because I think it was... So, yeah, okay, so that's what it was. So, anyway, yeah, hey, guys, uh, first of all, anybody out there should totally fucking see this. This is the first time I actually got to, got to see the, this band you're in, Dan. Yeah. So, I... What the fuck's wrong with you? It's awesome, but it was out of my... It was out of the fucking world. Well, it all started really... Um, I didn't really get into, like, quote, industrial music until much later. I'd er- I had already started the project, and then I found... And then I really got into industrial music but i think what really uh inspired me was like a lot of this like obscure offbeat shit like apex twin juno reactor square pusher all this like really obscure electronic what they call idm shit and uh i was like i really like that but i was also a big fan of metal and rock so i was like how do i do that and then i found to tell them your your um tell them your uh your thrift store find that that magical thrift store oh. day. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was about maybe in my, I was about nineteen or twenty years old. I was with my ex girlfriend. We uh, went to we stopped into this random family owned thrift store, and uh, I picked up four CDs. It was Duran Duran's Rio, Depeche Mode's Violator, The Cure's Disintegration, and Skinny Puppy's. Mind perpetual intercourse. That's like four right there, like the yeah, the, the crowning. Like solid, yeah. solid. I mean, you got your. That's the best fucking find you ever do. <laughs> yeah, I took those home. I was like, oh, these look pretty cool. I don't, I don't even really remember what attracted me to them, but I, I took them home, and I like got immersed in them to the point where my girlfriend at the time was like, I'm a little worried about you, because it was what I wanted to make. Like, it was that thing where it's like, you know, when you had all this shit brewing in your head and you're like, man, there's this sound that I, I'm looking for, but I don't exactly know how it's going to, you know? And then I listened to this and it was like, it's all of that in four, in four albums. So then that's when I started producing in the name of what was Cocoon Norris, which later became Scoros. So in our early days, we were like very uh, new wave. You know, there was a lot of new wave influence for sure. And then as we kind of got... You still got that because you got the guy in synth, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as we got more and more into it, we got more and more into it. We got more and more into, you know, early Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, Twitch era sort of stuff. And then we just kind of lost ourselves in that sort of sort of breakbeat. You know, uh, we didn't really like a lot of the, what was happening in the industrial at the time. You know, a lot of the trancey, very stabby synth yeah. stuff. And we were like, let's kind of 
rewind and see what we can do with it. And that's how, that's where we're at right now. Because I was watching it, because I was on the side by the bar at first, and then I'm like, well, there goes the CDs, because he's like running all over them. You're running around, I'm like, okay, because I, 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 I know you, and I've been hanging out with you guys for a while, so I'm used to you being like, you know, walking up like, oh yeah, man, thanks for the, whatever you said about lifting, and yeah, I've been trying to get in better shape, whatever. And you're like DJing, and you're super chill the whole time. So seeing you... Running around like the Flash, bouncing around. It was like Iggy Pop. It was like just like what the fuck is? I didn't. I didn't even think well, that, that was possible. That's, that's that's the best part about performance. It's like that's where, you know, you can sit at a desk job all day. You can, you know, be fine and like chill out with your friends beforehand. But as soon as like that first song starts, it this switch flips in your head, and you're in this mode, and you're in this performance mode. That nothing can fucking touch. No. Ever. At one point, because you guys were getting, you were getting like really hard and, um, you're running around your shirt off. I'm like, that's like a mini Rollins, Henry Rollins kind of thing over there. He's like, and I'm like, any minis, we're like, I'm a liar. Which is awesome because you were just, you owned it. Like y'all did. It was a very great thing. It's always an extension of who you are and like who you are inside and who you, you know, it's letting that out and being that. You know, letting that creature out in that perfect moment where everything syncs up. The beats, the, the synth sounds, the emotion, the crowd response. The, 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 I mean, to have a live drummer, this first time I played with Squirrels with a live drummer was tonight. And it, it was, that was awesome. She added so much to it. She was so good. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really think it really brings a lot of live energy to what is, uh, you know, just kind of like a, what would be considered a sort of like, I don't know, an, an, an electronic project. Yeah. And, uh, I figured, you know, we're going to play outside. We're going to play on the patio. So I think we should really try and maximize all that space that we have. Okay. You know, I think if we only used electronic drum sets, a lot would have been lost. Right. It, it gets stale. You need that. You need those live elements. You need that swing. So. Uh, the reason I started playing guitar with Skoros is because Zai had actually, he cut his hand at work. And uh, you're opening up for Shredder 1984. Yeah. And you called me on a Tuesday and said, hey, my hand is fucked up. I can't play guitar. Can you come over tomorrow and learn these songs? And it was, I think, six songs. Yeah. Six or seven songs yep. we did. <clears throat> and then um, went over to his house. We're over there for like an hour and a half. He's showing me parts. I recorded it on my phone. Um, went home tracked it myself and then maybe played an hour before the show and the first time I played all those songs all the way through was when I got on stage the next night and just everything synced up so well and to allow you know Zai to perform in a way that he needs to express himself while you know not having to worry about you know playing the right notes and playing guitar and just you know putting putting this message out that he's cultivated and created and to just be embraced by that sound was just really cool it's definitely really awesome to watch like uh you know i was i saw obsidian first and then i'm like okay it's 9 30 i'm gonna go see you guys because i was like i gotta see this it just totally blew my mind <laughs> from beginning to end because he went like all over the spectrum of like like i was ta- i was talking to rachel and i said this is so punk rock and and the way he was running around was so punk rock but it's not a punk band that was like, I'm like, I don't know what to think. It's too crazy. But that's, that's the best part about 
about punk is that it's not it what you play, right. it's how you play it, and it's the attitude that you bring across. I mean, if you look at punk, especially like in the 70s, you had like, you know, people like Nick Lowe who were doing like pub rock and like kind of poppy, but they were, you know, considered part of the punk genre, you know, Coxbar and, and The Clash and stuff, on all these different sounds that made up punk rock, and it was the attitude, and it's what you brought to it, and that's... You know, anything could be punk rock. Exactly, and but it was it was great. I mean, so I mean, much energy. We just happened to use a lot of uh, synthesizers in it. So, you know, I, as we've progressed, we started out as just sort of like we just called ourselves synth pop industrial, for lack of you know anything else. And as we progressed, it's been synth punk. Synth, uh, synth punk doom wave yeah. is what I like to call it, and um, I like that doom wave. yeah, I mean we we've got that is sort that of. I don't know, no, I don't, I don't think it is. It is now. It is now. Yeah, it's, it's, on this show, it's coined. No, it's doom wave. Yeah, doom wave. Scoros, doom wave. Yeah, done it. So we, um, so basically, w- w- what happens the week leading up to a show is I'd like to really ferment on a lot of thoughts. A lot of things that piss me off, a lot of things I don't uh, really uh, agree with socially. And then when the show comes, it's sort of like let the creature, as Dan said, let the creature out of the cage and uh, let him have its let him have its day. You know, and that creature lives inside each and every one of us, I think. I'd like to hope so. And uh, as we progress further and further, that creature also progresses further and further. So, it, it, naturally, Skoros had you know started as a synth pop band and and kind of went it, it kind of like that whole ministry thing where yeah. ministry started as a you know like synth pop band and then went and went and they wanted more distorted guitars, et cetera, et cetera. It's like an evolution, kind of. Right, Dan. I mean th- that thing. You know, I was at work cut I, I no like really i yeah. cut like nearly my whole fingernail off oh. on my fret hand and uh blessing in disguise of course the best things happen by accident it worked out well for me yeah it worked yeah, out well for me yeah for a while right and yeah so. i mean because we had always, we had talked about it for a while that i was gonna like you know join in and like do a show here and there and we just the timing just never lined up with you know what was going on with my other projects and and everything but it, it, it was actually like a necessity. Yeah, but definitely with the the instrumental pieces of like guitar and bass and um, and now drums instead of a drum machine, it does especially live. Like recording's one thing, I yeah. guess, is what you know because recording is different sure. than live. Sure. Um, but you guys are definitely a band that people need to see live. I'm sure the recordings are great. But the I mean, certain yeah. bands like you see them live. You have to see them live because they don't know. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the studio, we were like, you know, let's um, let's be compassionate to our neighbors, right? Yeah, you know, and because uh, we live in South Florida, and you know, like where we it's live little, at is a little tight. Everywhere, little, everywhere's yeah. a little tight. Yeah, yeah. And so we were like, you know, let's uh, let's let's keep it. Let's not be assholes. Right. But if there's a venue. If there's a space that allows us to just go all out, then yeah, absolutely. And Sammy uh, just left her involvement in the coven. The coven, yeah. Um, 
And she, you know, we reached out to her and we're like, Hey, we're going to play the patio. We need some, we need some energy. And, uh, we reached out to her and she was like totally about it. And, uh, fuck dude. Like it was great. She's she's such a perfect fit for it too. I mean, she has her attitude. She's, her timing is fantastic. You know, an amazing drummer, amazing drummer. And, and the most important thing is like, you have this collection of people that even though, you know, I'm adding to the songs, I didn't write the songs, I'm adding to it and, you know, augmenting it in a certain way by playing guitar live. Um, and, you know, she didn't play drums on the tracks, but we're augmenting it and making it our own. And all of a sudden, like, live, it's a new animal. And it's it's amazing and it's intense. And, I mean, just looking out at the crowd, like, people were transfixed on oh, yeah. her, on Joe, on Zai. You know, and even even on myself, and I'm like, people were digging the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, I, and it really frees me up to use my body as a as its own instrument. As opposed to having to play an instrument, you get to do your own instrument, being you. Exactly, I I get to sort of just free reign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was this night that uh, uh, Dan, we, we were staying at the Social, right? Uh, the Standard, the standard, standard in Miami, not the Social, the Standard in Miami, and they have a what I call an anti jacuzzi, anti jacuzzi, anti jacuzzi, which is like it, it's really cold water. Oh wow! I went to go dip, dip my feet in, and Dan's like, no, 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 oh, no, the cold plunge, yeah, 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 no, no, you're just gonna jump right in. So the way this is set up is where you can pencil dive straight into this anti jacuzzi and uh it sh- it, 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 it just like sends it 50 degree like 50 degree water it's fucking cold and fucking it, cold. it just sends your body into a shock really Dan has to rescue <laughs> almost i could barely get out of the fucking thing but uh if you're looking for a a, a instant sobriety um oh, yeah. activator yeah. that that'll be it i imagine me in fucked up drunk and then like jumping into there i'd probably be like i'd probably be sick but it, it's it's great i mean it's so great like you feel just, it sucks, but it feels amazing at the same time. And then I here I'm going to show you. I mean, nobody who's li- nobody who's listening can see the picture. Yes, you can. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I have I have the best picture. Keep talking while I find it. So we're all about this whole aspect of um, really churning our insides. There's the picture. That's my picture of Zai. Um, Face first, just floating there. So this is like 5 a.m. in this pool in like Biscayne Bay at the Standard, Miami, which is one of the best hotels you can stay at. You put your head underwater and there's music playing underwater. It ruins it ruins every other pool for you. Yeah, Um, I imagine it would. Yeah. And so there's like nobody out there. Zai's just floating face down. I'm floating face down. And if you had walked out there, you thought you were dead. It would look fucking stupid, but it was (laughs) it was amazing. (laughs) It was so cold he forgot the breathe, so you were just like, that's cool. Yeah. So basically, this whole project is a, it's a catharsis, really, for us all. It's uh, all of us just sort of channeling our political resentments, our social frustrations, and we just sort of let it out. So I, I think that's what's really punk, quote, punk, right. about it, you know? And yeah, I mean, we just happen to use synthesizers in the process, so that's why you know we've dubbed it as synth punk. Was it Doomwave? Doomwave, yeah. Doomwave Doom synth punk. That's right. Doomwave Scoros. Scoros, yeah. right? Scoros. Scoros. S K O R O S. There you go. 
doom wave. That's 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 what that anti jacuzzi was a doom wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any spa you go to, the Swedish cold plunge is doom wave. You thought it was going to be one thing. It's going to be a completely other thing. And uh, at that time, you what just... What time of year was You guys go in the winter? No, this was like... Uh, it's like last month. Yeah, no. Why was it so fucking cold? You got to go oh, in no. the winter. Oh, no, because they, the they make it that cold. Like, it's actually made that cold. So, like, wow. there's a hot tub. It's like 80-degree weather, balmy, so Miami. Okay. And so it's actually, like, made to be way colder than, than where you are. And it just reinvigorates your system so, so fucking hardcore. So there was this moment, the next day, me and, uh, Dan had went to the, uh, the, um, the, oh, the, the sound shower, the sound shower, the sound and shower, the, the, uh, what is it? The sauna, sauna, the intense heat of the sauna. I mean, this was after what, like three days of just hitting it a little too hard on booze and all this other shit. We go in this motherfucker and we sit in this sauna. And you're sweating it all out. Oh, yeah. Sweating it all. I all mean, this was a transcendental experience. Other people in there were getting fucked up just from the heat and yeah, smoke. Yeah. What, whatever we left in there and then became steam later fucked somebody up when yeah. they came back in. Yeah. For sure. It was like this whole, like, distilling process. <laughs> you guys became a human distillery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. Somebody was in there was like, what the fuck happened to me? <laughs> now they're going to jump in the cold plunge and be like, I didn't make it. <laughs> That was awesome. That actually sounds like fun. It, it is. I mean, you know, it's weird because, like, you kind of don't think of, like, those things. Or, like, you're like, I don't know if I want to go to a spa. That seems kind of lame. But it's, like, actually really amazing. You can to, feel like, yourself to, sobering. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Well, it's what? like to separate yourself and, like, get into, like, really get into your own head and, like, sit there in silence, number one, because you don't want to be an asshole right. and fuck up somebody else's good time. Yeah. And... You know, you get there and, you, you, I mean, you, you really start to have this sort of, like, experience where you're really, like, transcend, transcending yourself and your own identity. You're really starting to channel out. Nice. And uh, I, I think that's also what uh, the undercurrent of this project is that we're also trying to uh, get a little outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It works. And also, too, it's, uh, you know, it's super hot, so your brain goes a little crazy. So, you know, that's probably... So besides already being crazy from three days of all this other fucking Hunter S. Thompson shit, yeah. now, now you're, like, sweating it all out, and then you're really losing your mind. Yeah. We're, we're really into self-care. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you see us on stage, and, you know, we're... We're throwing, throwing beer. Yeah, we're throwing beer. We're slinging yeah. it all uh, around. On, on stage of self-abuse, and that's why you have to remember to do self-care so you can keep self-abusing yourself. I, that's actually the smartest thing I've heard. Yeah. It works. There's a method to the madness. There usually is. That's yeah. the thing. Like, people don't get it. It's like, it's Zach. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, you got anything else to add? Like, uh, I heard a sound shower, but we can get to that next time. Well, yeah. Um, I know, I'm, I'm kind of fucked up, actually, so I'm not sure anything I add is going to be uh, good. We had a great show. The crowd was great. The energy was amazing. Um the the energy of the music and what we can bring to it and present that to people is you know the reason for going to a show you give people a performance you want people to feel something to see something and walk away and go either what the fuck was that or that was amazing or i don't get it well there we go and uh yeah scoros on facebook and uh instagram and all that so uh thank you guys thank you
Thank you. This is Not For Air Radio. With Justin Jordan. Exclusively on BordeauxRadio.com.